I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. After weathering lows caused by the COVID-19 outbreak, the online portal for booking movie tickets and passes for various events, Book My Show, says its business is finally nearing pre-pandemic numbers. The Economic Times report suggests the website had its best ever monthly ticket sales in March 2022, thanks to a number of theatrical releases as well as the Indian Premier League and other live events. According to reports, Book My Show had its highest ever monthly active users, hitting the 70 million mark, which, by the way, is up from pre-COVID levels. On another positive note, the company also recorded its highest ever traffic and consumption demand of 250 million monthly customer visits. Before COVID crisis occurred, its traffic was just over 200 million visits. As per the Economic Times, Book My Show's comeback was aided by a succession of early cost-cutting measures, new sources of income, downsizing, and a solid plan for overseas operations. For instance, in June 2021, Book My Show laid off 200 employees. This was its second round of downsizing. The first round took place in May 2020, as soon as the pandemic struck India, in which the company had to let go of 270 employees. Additionally, in February 2021, the online portal introduced the Book My Show streaming service, and it also increased its advertising and brand monetization services. Spider-Man: No Way Home, Dune, 83, The Batman, Gungubai, and Rajmouli's star-studded RRR are among the many theatrical releases that are adding revenue to Book My Show's account. Plus, if you remember, last month. PVR, India's largest multiplex chain, and Cinepolis, a Mexican theater chain, were in advanced merger talks. This merger would result in 1,263 screens being available in 269 locations. As a result, as the number of movie theaters grow, so will the number of movie tickets being sold. That's naturally good news for Book My Show. Speaking of which, with a long weekend approaching, you might want to catch a movie or two. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here's the deep dive for April twelfth, twenty twenty-two. On today's deep dive, we talk about the business of basmati rice. So there's a wide range of aromatic rice, but only a few are classified as basmati. It is an ancient Indian rice that has earned the title White Pearl. Some even call it the God of Grains in India. Basmati rice, which was once only produced for India's royal families, you know, the kings and the nawabs, has undergone considerable changes, with India now being the world's leading exporter. The aromatic rice was once considered a luxury food, cultivated only for royalty, and was a famously difficult crop to grow. Making it very expensive. However, in this modern era, basmati rice is struggling. As per Business Standard, basmati exports appear to have slipped under the spotlight. 
Earlier this year, in February, Economic Times had reported that India's basmati rice exports fell to a four-year low in 2021. And why? Because its biggest buyer, Iran, cut down the purchases. And if we look at present day, according to media sources, India exported $3.53 billion worth of basmati rice in 2021 and 2022, the lowest amount since 2019 to 2020. Why is it that basmati exports are consistently declining year after year? Experts say that there are a number of reasons for this, such as the loss of certain key markets like Iran, as I previously indicated, fungicide issues in the European Union, and a decrease in acreage. Experts also feel that the recent increase in demand for non-basmati rice in the local market is one of the reasons for the drop in basmati exports. Reports also reveal, due to lower pricing differences, roughly 20% of the region in the primary producing states of Punjab, Haryana and the Himalayan foothills has migrated from basmati to non-basmati rice in the last couple of years. Although India and Pakistan are opposed on many grounds, basmati rice appears to be bringing them closer together. Last year, after a battle over Protected Geographical Indication or PGI for the aromatic rice in the European Union, both countries are likely to settle on a shared ownership. And this isn't the first time basmati has been the subject of a debate. India battled a US-based company's attempt to patent rice variants that were identical to basmati in the 1990s. Anyway, the point I was trying to make was that as basmati exports continue to decline, most of this market is gradually migrating to Pakistan, which is of course bad news for India because Pakistan is the second largest supplier of basmati rice after India. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.